Two Brothers, One Mike is a weekly podcast put together to help motivate and inspire our listeners both mentally and physically in the hopes of helping you be the best you. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Two Brothers, One Mike. I'm Joe, and as always, my brother, Coach Tony, is here. Tony. Joe, what's going on? And uh, what's going on out there in T-Bomb land? Uh, we have a, a great show today, Joe, and, and I think you know why. Um, I, people, people have this misconception um, that because I always have jokes uh, that I toss out at, at Generation Z, uh, where I always act as if, you know, Generation X, we are the, the dominant generation and Generation Z should be following after us and not the millennials after us. And, and folks, it's all in good. It's all in good humor and good fun. Actually, Generation Z is one of my favorite generations of all time. And that's because those of you who don't know this, I train mostly young people between the ages of eight and 18. That's mostly where all my conditioning is done. Um, I, with adults, it's more of a verbal uh, type of thing and video and talking to them, but actually physically training um, people. It's usually my athletes that are again, you know, third grade to maybe the beginning of college, sometimes in the middle of college. And so generation Z, I think we give them, Joe, you tell me, do we give them a lot? Not just me, but I think, I think a lot of people think that, why do, why do we give up on this generation? You know, all oh, they're lazy. All they do is they're on their phones all day. Um, I posted a joke today on social media uh, about, you know, about the, the breakfast club. If it was generation Z, the, it would have been a silent film where all they were doing was looking at their phones and everybody was laughing because it's, it's, they have to deal with a lot from us. We really get on their case a lot. Well, and, I think the, I think the main reason why we even say that kind of stuff is because listen, we have kids yeah. and uh, that, that, that are within generation Z and, you know, we see it firsthand. Um, you know, of course our kids are still younger. And so people like today's guests are a little bit older in that, in that generation. And so there's, there's something to be said there. Right. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I think we, we kind of have that, that additional perspective. Meanwhile, though, don't, don't forget to them, we're boomers. So, you know, yeah, you know, I have a couple of them at work that call me boomer and I'm yeah. thinking, no, that's my parents, but you know, it's all in good fun. Um, it, it's actually hilarious. I actually answer to it now. I, I mean, that's what's, that's, what's hilarious about it. Us, us people born back in the 1900s, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Way back in the MTV era when Michael Jackson's thriller came out. But, um, so, I mean, you know, there's that, but generation Z today is your day. Uh, you have, uh, quite the warrior that we will be doing an interview with today. Uh, so whatever you do, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this message from our sponsor. Stay right there. Two brothers. One Mike is sponsored by kitchen apps, perfectly prepared portions. Hey, Youngstown area listeners. It's Joe from T-Bomb. Once again, we're talking about Kitchen Abs, but this time we're talking about their great selection of pancake mixes you can order right from their site. Now, whether you like blueberry cobbler, strawberry shortcake, they even have banana nut bread super cakes. You can rest assured Kitchen Abs has you covered. And maybe you're not a fan of all these flavors or prefer something a little more traditional Then the buttermilk flavored mix would be the perfect fit for your breakfast. The best part about all of this, these mixes are made from scratch with top of the line ingredients that are all nutritionally balanced. And with up to 36 grams of protein per serving, you just can't go wrong. Now, for more information or to place your order, go to kitchenabs.com. That's kitchenabz.com and get started today. Welcome back, everybody. So we have a terrific young man with us today. He's from Northeast Ohio. He's uh, he's going to be a high school senior. I believe he plays free safety 
He's a football guy, plays for his high school over in Warren, Ohio, the Warren John F. Kennedy Eagles. And he comes to us today as the founder of a particular organization and podcast. It's called Hometown Heroes. And when I seen this, Joe, I immediately said to you, I said, I want to contact this this young man. I want to talk to him and see if this would be a good fit for Two Brothers, One Mike in an interview. And sure enough, after talking to him, I get, I think you would be in agreement with me that he is definitely uh, someone who has a great feel-good story. So without further ado, everybody, please welcome to the show, Mr. Thomas Vallant. Thomas, how you doing? Good, good. Thank you so much for having me on. Uh, absolutely. So, you know, Joe and myself, uh, we, we had a small conversation with you not that long time, you know, not that long ago, a couple right. of days ago, and very impressed with, tell everybody how old you are. I just turned 18 years old. Just turned 18 years old. I, I would have mistaken you for 38 years old after that conversation. <laughs> uh, and, and so today is your day to shine and, and really get on and not really jump all over Generation X and those before us, but to show them that there is a lot, a lot of promise coming out of Generation Z. What we, what we want to understand first and foremost, I think that everybody would want to know first and foremost is, is a little bit about you. So tell us a little bit about Thomas, what you, your academics, you know, so to speak. What, where are you at right now in high school? What, is your, what are your goals as far as academics are concerned? Yeah, so um, academically, I, I try to be the best in the class. Um, you know, going to school like JFK, they challenge you each and every day. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, since, since I was young, my parents instilled in me that grades are, are, are up there, you know, God mm-hmm. and, and family. And then, you know, you got great grades, are, you're, you know, up there. And so from this young age, grades have, have always been serious, you know, and um, academics mean the world to me. And um, playing football at the next level, I wanted to go to a school where academics were a, pr- a priority, a main priority. Okay. And so academically, it means a lot to me. So when you when you when we talk about academics being a big deal and then you said uh, about athletics at the next level, do you plan on playing football in college? Yes, I do. I, I plan on um, playing football at the next level. And like I said, at a great school where where a balance of football and academics is, is, is good at, at both the football level being good and the academics being good. But why not? Any, what, what, what schools do you have in mind? So I have a couple offers. I have a Division two offer to play at Wheeling. Okay. And then I have a couple D3 offers, a good school like Kenyon, Denison, to name a couple, uh, Worcester. Um, you know, those are all good academic schools. Okay. And um, so those are just a name. There's a few to name. Have you Have you picked out a major yet? Yeah, so either business or communications being that I have a podcast as well. I thought okay. the communications would definitely, definitely be an option. I think that would, I think that would fit right in. And, and, and so get me just real quick when it comes to athletics, uh, when it comes to the Warren John F. John F. Kennedy Eagles, because we know them well as Red Devils, my brother and I, what, what's the outlook this year for the, for, for the, uh, for the football team? Yeah, we lose a lot of people up front. Um, everyone, okay. but my twin brother actually. And, um, that's, that's one of the most important parts of, of a team, especially our team. You know, we say we went up front, you know, offense and defense of mm-hmm. And um, so we've been um, working to get that, uh, get that where we need it to be. And um, it's not easy, but uh, we are, we're going to be just fine. And um, mm-hmm. we're going to be the team that we always are. The state 
championship is the goal every year. Is in other words, when it comes to when it comes to Warren John F. Kennedy. Yes. So the th- okay. what's funny is, is is last year we we played in the state semifinal game, and at our our banquet, you know, one of our senior captains that's now gone, he said that you know this year we all we he said that this year was a failure, and me as a junior thinking, well, we made it pretty far. You know, I, I don't know if this is a failure, but when you set yourself up that high of expectation and that high of goals you're destined to do great things and when yep. you don't when you don't settle for anything less that's when your program's going to go in the right direction yep. and as harsh as that may sound that's the reality of it and when you have a culture like that you're going to eventually win i i i agree with you 100 percent um there, everything you just said right there i don't know who in the world listening to this particular episode can say that uh, there was anything you said there that was wrong in the, in, in the slightest. So it, we, we talk about, you mentioned a little bit about your brother. We know that in a conversation we have with you, that your twin has a ride to Rice University. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you had a brother who played quarterback for JFK who graduated recently. Yes, uh, and so family, you talked about God, family, um, academics, talked about things like that being uh, extremely important. Athletics, obviously an important part of your life. And something happened in 2020 that we are all very familiar with, and that was the COVID virus, the pandemic. Mm-hmm. What is this when you have an organization, and that organization is called Hometown Heroes, and it's a, it's a podcast and an organization that actually helps people in need. What, when, did this first, when did this idea, when did the ball get rolling in your head about this particular organization? Yeah, so in COVID of 2020, Sitting there, you know, in um, our, our online schooling. And I've always been one to go in the community and help. And we did things, you know, I've done Easter, you know, go out and help for Easter dinners and Thanksgiving and all this. And when I wasn't able to, I knew I needed to do something. I do that physically, go outside and help people. I knew I had to do something. And it took me a couple of weeks to, you know, figure out an idea on what, what to do. Mm-hmm. thing was just... It was just getting big. We had, you know, some podca- podcasting was was known a little bit, but I, I looked into the ideas and I wanted to show people and show the sense of appreciation and blessing that we have. So that's when I, I got the idea to start Hometown Heroes and was the the reason behind show people who we have fighting this virus that we're not in it alone and that we will eventually get through it. So you you begin this organization. Is this something you start on your own, or is there a team of you that, that starts this particular organization? From the get-go, it's always been me. Okay. And, and so you've been doing this all by yourself. Uh, really no other help. Um, so give, me, give us an example uh, when you talk about the organization part of it. Uh, some of the institutions maybe are, are people that you've helped out, and what have you been doing uh, in order to help people ease their minds and, and the stress that they've had and, you know, what they felt um, over the last two years, basically. For sure. So recently this Saturday, I went to um, Sleep in Heaven, helped make beds. They make bunk beds for kids in need. Um, okay. that, they don't have a bed. I've been there multiple times to help out. Um, about once or twice or even three times a month, I'll go down to the Warren Family Mission and it's been hot these past couple of weeks. I've donated mm-hmm. popsicles one week. The next week, I donated ice cream. Um, on Valentine's Day, I donated a, a bunch of uh, Valentine's Day candy. I'll go to their Thanksgiving and Easter dinners and help out. 
And um, those are just a few to name. But uh, any way that I can help my community, uh, I, I try to do that. So all those things you just said are, are fantastic. And, and that's just some of the ways that you've been helping out the community. Uh, and how does the podcast all of a sudden come into play from that particular entity? How did you go from that and then say, you know, I also want to get into podcasting? Yeah, for sure. So when, when I transitioned it from podcasting in COVID, um, you know, I wanted to show, like I said, the workers from, from that were battling the virus. And since then, I wanted to show people, anyone that was making an impact in our community, whether that's football players that have come from this area or, you know, people that are working in the nursing homes and et cetera. Um, but, you know, I, I, again, wanted to show people what we have in this community and the people we have that are trying to make a difference because so often in our news and on social media, we see the bad. Uh-huh. And my goal is to really show the good. And if, if that's all I can do is, is, and I always say, if I can just make a smile or put a smile on someone's face, especially during the COVID times when we were here and home and we couldn't go anywhere. If I could be a smile for someone, that's what I wanted to do. And, and, and when you say the community, for, for those of you who are listening in Minneapolis, those of you who are listening in Arizona, those of you who are listening in Texas or possibly in Boston, uh, he's talking about the Youngstown Warren area of Northeast Ohio. That's basically where you're out of right now, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah. And so let me ask you a question. I'm going to put you on the spot here a little bit. What's a five-year goal with this organization or a 10-year goal with this organization? Does it expand? Or is this something that Thomas is doing right now because it's something he really enjoys doing, giving back to the community, helping out? But then once college starts, once he he gets into you know college football and his academics, uh, there's another goal he has in mind that he's going to go in a different direction after that. Is this – how does it – what, what is on your mind as far as – the future of this particular organization. Yeah, for sure. You know, I, I enjoy doing this so much right now. There's nothing better than, you know, going and helping people to me. That's, that's the, the best thing in my life. Mm-hmm. And I plan on doing that for the rest of my life and continuing this podcast. You know, I'm not really sure what, what's in store for the next five years, but I plan on coming back to this area, you know, wherever I go to college and continue to make it better. Um, you know, one day like I talked, we talked about maybe, uh, you know, starting my own foundation and um, really trying to help people in this community because more than ever, especially Youngstown Warren area, they they need it more than almost anyone in the in the United States almost. Um, and um, so I, I plan on you know using college and, and using this podcast to help me go as far as I can and, and to always come back to this area and to give as much as I possibly can. And I hope to continue it you know as long as it'll let me go and as long as you know, I can do it. Well, I, I can tell you this. Uh, and I think Joe, so uh, Joe, you, you, you uh, I think would agree with me on this. Um, we've seen, we, we remember the steel mills. Um, mm-hmm. We remember the stacks, the orange dust on the cars, the, the smoke, uh, the, you know, 20,000 people losing their jobs. Uh, we remember that we remember obviously the closing of Delphi Packard in Lordstown and all the hospitals and, and, and Thomas, it's, it's unfortunate that, that Youngstown Warren has lost as many people as they have over the past four decades or so. Uh, but I could tell you this, um, what we need are young people like you that make an impact like you do uh, on, on the Valley uh, in Northeast Ohio. And if you, if you had anything to say to other young people throughout the United States, 
that are interested in doing something like you're doing, what would you give them? What advice would you give them? What would be the first thing they need to do in order to get the ball rolling to do something like Thomas is doing right now? Yeah, for sure. What I would say is is chase it. When I first started out, you know, kids my age, I was 15, 16, they didn't understand what I was doing. And, and at times they would, you know, hate on it, for, for instance. Mm-hmm. But you got you to gotta chase your dreams and you got to chase what you want. And, you know, it can be hard at times when your friends say stuff like that or, or don't agree necessarily with what you're doing or, or it's different from the mainstream in a sense. Mm-hmm. But you got to chase what, what you want and don't stop because someone says you should. I think that if you have an idea, no idea is too little, you know, an idea can expand as much as you want it to expand. So that's my goal is to chase it and and don't be afraid what others might think of you. Yeah. And that's, I think that's one of the biggest things that we have to overcome in life is we're always worrying. I can tell you that, uh, for, for when you start doing podcasting, um, are when you start doing other things with your organization that you're looking to make it grow, as I've told you before, uh, Joe and I both will let you know that two brothers, one Mike, um, as, as we are young in our, we're in infancy uh, stages here with this particular podcast, even though we've been around for over a year now. Um, one thing is for sure, as we grow, uh, we would have no problem working with, with you when it comes to helping you understand what it takes to grow a podcast or for that matter, as we grow and have the ability to help in, in with your foundation or help with your organization, we definitely uh, would be on board with that. Um, we think what you're doing is a terrific job uh, and it's extremely impressive to so many adults out there that are watching this take place. And it's something that we need to see um, because it restores faith and what I already knew about Generation Z, and that's there, there are a ton of you who are great young people that do great things. And so very excited to see what you're doing right now. I could tell you that. Thank you. And, and just to say, like, when I'm when I go into a room, you know, with older people or even like if a meeting, something like that. Yes. The attention that I have for, for anyone, even if it's like a story or, you know, someone talking about business or this or that. It's amazing because I love hearing things like that from other generations. Or like my grandfather was in World War II. Mm-hmm. When I heard about stories about about the war or any stories that he had to tell, you know, I was listening and I'm a, I, I had tremendous focus and just when 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 other people talk, I, it's like even if it's from a different generation, the amount of like respect I have for people is 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 incredible because i think everyone should have that when when someone else is speaking that's maybe a little bit older than you we should have respect and we should be able to listen to what they say because this was a hard for me to do when i was younger because a when you're young you think you know it all and i'm still young don't get me wrong but (laughs) you think that you know better that they've experienced more and so i think that this my generation could get a, a bad rep in that sense but when i'm in a room with older people or it doesn't even order i'm talking a year year or years um the attention span I have is 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 crazy because you have to respect anyone that's talking, and I think that's also you know a little bit what's wrong because even in the, the politics world, I think that I don't even politics, but I think that even if someone doesn't know what you say, you have to respect them, and you should um, you can learn someone something 
for your own side if you if you have one. Uh, can, so that's can you can you can you repeat that again for the older people out here and, and two brothers one Mike Land? What did you say about respecting? I, I want to hear that again. I think that no matter what political stance you have, that you should be able to respect someone's opinion, and that I th- I think that we all should respect it. And even if you have a side, you can learn more about your own side from hearing their side of the argument. That's for my 1,156 Facebook friends right there. Um, a lesson from an 18-year-old. Uh, but that being said, uh, I have uh, another question for you. You have this going on now, this podcast and this organization that you're running where you're reaching out to people. What is your favorite, first of all, with the podcast, what's your favorite or maybe your top two favorite interviews you've done so far with Hometown Heroes? Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> it's hard It's hard to answer that because I love them all. Yeah, that's um, a great answer right there. That's yeah. a great answer. Give, give me an example of one. Of one. Yeah, so the, fir- the first couple I did were, were two of my family members. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a doc. My uncle is a doctor at the Cleveland Clinic. He's an oncologist there. Okay. And um, that was heartbreak- heartwarming and a little, like, sad. He, he, he cried, actually, a little bit. Um, I can imagine yeah, um, he talked about my grandfather's um, passing and um, he, he, him um, having cancer and like going through that and hearing that and how that was so difficult for him, even yeah. being a, a cancer doctor. Um, so that was that was a big one. That was during COVID too. So like we talked about all the different things, you know, what's going on in the Cleveland Clinic, you know, the mass and all that. Um, and then uh, the next family member I had is is my uncle Frankie Tempesta on and. and you know, him being an influence in my life and, um, you know, a cop here and more. And um, it was just, it's just, you don't really see that side of them, your family members sometimes. Uh-huh. And um, just to see that and just to hear it was, was, was very special. So, I mean, two very special interviews right there, obviously. And I, I also know you had another special interview with uh, a young man who is a running back for Youngstown State University. Yes. Um, and uh, you seemed very uh, enthused with that particular interview. Um oh. It was a great one. He yeah. was and, such an incredible young man. And, and so just things of that name. And what, do you remember his name by any chance? Yeah, Jaleel McLaughlin. He's okay. going to be uh, their starting running back again this year. And uh, he's uh, probably going to get his name called on draft day. That's I, I, I always love seeing that, especially from from the, from local, you know, from Yuxan State University. So right. best of luck to that young man as well. So – with 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 these particular situations here, when it comes to the podcast and the organization, first and foremost, and Joe, if if possible, uh, what we'll do is work with Thomas to get the links to these particular uh, avenues so that people can see it in the description of our podcast and click on it in order to find out, if possible, Thomas, how they can reach out and either a listen to Hometown Heroes podcast uh, for one and two how they can get a hold of your organization. Do you take donations? Do you, do you um, have a website or anything where people can actually reach out to you and, and, and donate to a cause that you um, hold dear to your near and dear to your heart? Yeah. So right now I'm in the process of building a website. Um, okay. If you, to get a hold of me, you can um, call me um, on my cell phone number. Which can is, we um, put can we put your cell phone number on our on the, in the description of the podcast? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, okay. Um, and and so and, and have people been donating? Have people been reaching out to you as far as that's concerned? No, you know, being when I was before I was eighteen, you know, the, uh, recently just eighteen. So now I'm eighteen, and and I I look to get, 
to, you know, maybe uh, get funds like that. Okay. 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 That makes sense. Um, so, Joe, would that be possible in, in order to uh, people to reach out to him? Absolutely. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing wrong. Uh, that, that should be easy enough. Let me ask you this. Do you have a uh, – did you establish a Facebook business page yet? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Tell you what, it might be better if I go ahead and leave a link for that, and then they can just okay. kind of hit you in the yeah. in the inbox okay. rather than let's uh, you know avoid yeah, leaving your phone, phone number, number out there. I, I, yeah, <laughs> okay. I don't want to. I don't want to do that. Yeah, that sounds. Yeah, like that might not be too. Yeah, that that probably would be really annoying at three o'clock in the morning when somebody says I have an idea. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. You know, so yeah. probably okay. not. But we'll we'll take care of you. We'll take care of you either way. And then of course okay. at any time uh, when your website is up and you're ready to go, I'll just update the description and and. Uh, there you have it. All right. Okay. So we'll, we'll definitely put that link in, in the description of this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. And if you want to reach out to Thomas on his business Facebook page, that would be fantastic. Uh, a young man who is definitely uh, looking to make this world a better place to live. And uh, I'm looking forward to listening to a couple of episodes. Now, how, how do they listen to the podcast? How do you listen to Hometown Heroes podcast? Yeah. So um, I usually post them on YouTube. Okay. Uh, I also do Anchor. And, um, you know, even when you're on my Facebook page, I'll post links and stuff like that where you can, you know, click on them and and watch them as well. Okay. That sounds great. Uh, Anything else you want to add to today's show? Uh, I mean, you added a lot, but if there's anything else, by all means, and we plan on having you on again, but, but if there's anything else today, by all means, uh, the, the floor, the floor is yours, as they say, as they put it. I think a message that I've been learning too is that you don't need to change the whole world. I think that changing one person's life is important because when you change that one person's life, the reaction it has is that person now wants to go change someone's life. So I think that a message that I, that I, I've been learning and that I think maybe some other people could learn is that it, it only takes one person to change the world. And if someone says you're, someone says that's not true, well, I beg to differ because when you change someone else's life, that person is more, you know, more likely to go change someone else's life. The, the, the chances increase over and over exponentially. I agree 100 percent. Well, uh, Thomas, I have to tell you, this was uh, this was eye opening for a lot of people who who are now understanding that there is a generation coming up full of Thomases that uh, Thomas Valance that are definitely definitely looking to make the world a better place to live and so we truly uh enjoyed today's interview um we can't wait for the show to be out there because this is something that people need to hear uh and something that people need to follow um not just listen but follow uh regardless of of your age uh your words of wisdom are definitely uh true to heart and true to mind so um we want to thank you uh, for today's interview. And we are hoping that, uh, sometime in the near future, especially when we go to video, uh, you'd be more than, uh, happy to be back on two brothers, one Mike. What do you think? I'd love to be back on. Uh, that's awesome. Thomas, thank you so much again. And we look forward to talking to you in the very near future, buddy. Thank you so much for having me on. Well, uh, lesson learned today. Is that, is that a theme that, that we should use here? Uh, I just you don't expect a 17 slash 18 year old to say some of the things he was saying. You know, it's not even just so much about what he was saying. It's just to even have that kind of heart. I mean, what an yeah, old that, soul. That, that, you know that what I mean? Mindset. Is yeah. Just... Yeah. And, and, and I, I'm going to 
you know, we didn't say it, and I think it needs to be said. Uh, that that is that is a product of some very good upbringing. Uh, oh, so a lot of props to everybody who was involved in that, uh, because he, for certain, um, is on a on a good path. Uh, I venture yeah. to say his brothers are probably you know right along with him. Yeah, you, you know, you know, when I made that determination about the upbringing, hmm. the minute he said God, family, academics, athletics, well, yeah, exactly. I, 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 I said, OK, I, we, we know what we're dealing with here. Right. Uh, it, this is this is going to be a good interview, which we already knew that because we have talked to Thomas before. Right. You know, to be but so young and to have his priorities in in, in order the way he does. It's not the norm. It's yeah. not the norm. And, it's, and not. it's not the norm. And I don't it's not the norm for anybody. Z. Yeah. You know, it's we not even an age that thing. Norm. Right. 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 Yeah. It's not yeah. even a, it's not even an age thing. I mean, I could, my, you know, again, I worked in a county jail. I can tell you 36 people at a time that didn't have the same priorities and they were all adults. So, you know, I mean, uh, yeah. to see this young man have it together so soon, so early, it's it's it definitely gives you that um, uh, feel good. <laughs> well, it's, a, it's, a, it's that it gives you a good outlook on on what's to come, you know, that next generation coming up. Right. Exactly. And so, you know, with that being said. Uh, with that fantastic interview that I'm looking forward to having another one with that young man again in the very near future. I think what we're going to do now is talk about another interview. Yeah, next week we're going to be interviewing Mr. Marcus Cosper, who has tons of accolades, all sorts of letters before and after his name, MSPAC, MSBS, MAT, eager to find out what all of that means next week, uh, but nonetheless is discussing mental health within the community. Uh, is should be a great interview. I know that he's been kind of making his rounds. I believe he has a practice out of Columbus, Ohio, is it? Yes, he's out of Columbus, Ohio. That's where his practice is. And he has a new organization uh, with a group of people that actually go around. Uh, I know right now they're in the Youngstown area. Uh, mm-hmm. They have community services where um, they have between 100 and 120 people that, that come to these events where they talk about uh, PTSD and um, different types of mental health and how it's affecting people's lives and and what can be done uh, or what needs to be done in order to address what is a very serious situation. And he definitely has, you know, the degrees and the background and the knowledge and the understanding and the compassion uh, that an individual needs to have in order to address these situations. And I think um, uh, I think next week's interview is going to be fantastic. And, and folks, you don't you don't want to miss that one. All right. Well, until then, I want to remind all of you, be sure to give us a review on your favorite podcast service. Also, if you're on Anchor and have any questions, comments, thoughts, or opinions, you can leave us a voice message via the link in this episode's description. And finally, remember to join us each week as we release new episodes every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, on behalf of Coach Tony and myself, thanks for listening. Thank you out to everybody. Generation Z, one. Every other generation zero today. Great, great interview. Great job, Thomas Ferrand. Keep it up, buddy. We appreciate We appreciate everything you're doing out there. Take care, everyone. Be the best you. Two Brothers, One Mike is sponsored by YSN, your sports network. Loyal, local, live. Hey, everyone. It's Joe from Two Brothers, One Mike. For all of our sports enthusiasts out there from the Northeast Ohio and Western Pennsylvania area with busy schedules, We know you can't always make it to the big game. Well, we have some great news for you. Now is your chance to listen or watch your favorite high school teams compete on the YSN Network. Covering multiple sports from more than 50 area high schools, as well as Youngstown State University Baseball and the Mahoney Valley Scrappers, and so much more. What's that? 
no longer live in the Northeastern Ohio or Western Pennsylvania area? No problem. You can go to YSNlive.com on any browser or download the YSN Live app available on both the App Store and Google Play so you can listen wherever you'd like to start your sports binge and streaming experiences today.